This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. You're listening to Friday's episode of The Archers from BBC Radio 4. Come through, Jazza. Ignore the papers and books. You're doing stuff. No, it's fine. I don't mind to interrupt. I'm only making a few notes for my interview. Oh, aye. About ordination. Right. For the horses, is that? Uh, no, no, for the church. I have to see someone at St Stephen's about becoming a priest. Oh, the vicar thing. Tracy was telling me something about that. Yes, well... What was it you wanted, Jazza? Uh, nothing, really, just... Odds and ends to sort out after Jim's party, that's all. That was a while ago. I thought I should thank people for coming, you know, coming all that way. Send them a note. I thought, if you've got the addresses. Oh, I see. So I could uh, do that. Addresses of the guests? Aye. If you've got a list or something. Yes, it'll be here somewhere. Alistair never said anything about writing to guests. Oh, no. I'm saving him the bother. So he doesn't know? No. I see. This isn't because you want to write to people, is it? Oh, yes. No, you just want to know where they live. Do you want to tell me why you need to know that, Jazza? Oh, look at it. Tracy spent half the night flinging liquids round my kitchen and then staggered off without lifting a finger. Well, it was your idea to bring her in to help Emma. Yeah, well... She comes round here with her bag of tricks and the next thing I know, the house has turned into a tip and Emma's in tears. Well, maybe that's not such a bad thing. Not bad. She was sobbing her heart out, Neil. <sighs> you know, she wants a yard sale now. Yes, you told me. Selling off all the stuff she got for the new house. Yeah, I know, but she's Did got she to talk do... to me about it? <laughs> no, she did not. She talks to Tracy, she talks to you, and she even went round and talked to Clary the other day. Did you know that? Yes. Well, you didn't mention it to me. Well, it didn't seem that odd. Whenever Emma had anything on her mind, she'd come to me, her mum. Not now she doesn't. Why is everyone doing their best to ruin my relationship with my own daughter? I keep telling you why I want the addresses, so I can talk to somebody. Someone on the guest list? Aye. But not to thank them? No. Then perhaps I should know why. To put something right. Something's wrong and I have to put it right. I know what this is, Jazza. You do? It's about what happened to Jim. Alistair's told you? No. He goes on at me a bit blabbing and then he blabs to you. Alistair hasn't given away any secrets or broken any promises... Jim spoke to me himself. Jim did? The rest I could work out. So I know it's Harold Jayston you're looking for. Well, if you know, what have you done about it? I've been trying to help Jim. Nobody's done anything about Jayston. Nobody's done anything about that man. Well, what do you want done? Justice! I want justice done! I'm trying to stand up for a mate here, and it feels like I'm doing it on my own. Alistair's doing what he can. No, but Jayston he's no. He says day nothing about that. 
No, the police are saying the same. Day nothing. You've spoken to the police? I went to see Harrison and... No, don't worry, I didn't mention Jim's name. Oh. I did exactly what you all want. Don't stir things up, Jazza. Let's keep things nice and polite. Oh, we've been talking about it for weeks and where's that got us? Jason's still free while a good man keeps on suffering. And if you found him? What? If you found Harold Jaston, what would you do? Confront him with what he's done to Jim. Just confront him? Nothing else? Jazza? I don't know. Do more than talk to him? Maybe. But what? I don't know. Because, Jazza, this is an old man in a wheelchair. Don't you try that on me, Shula. You mean because he's weak and helpless? What do you think Jim Lloyd was? Don't tell me to forgive him because that's never going to happen. That's not what I'm saying. Before you forgive him, you should come round and see Jim at home sometime. See how he sometimes just sits there in his armchair, no looking at anything, no hearing anything. His face is like a kid. Just a wee wind, just sitting there trying to work out. It's all right, Jazza. It's all right. <sighs> You're not going to give me that address, are you? No, I'm not. Right. You still want me to? No. It burns me up. I hate him for what he's done. He keeps on hurting people, and now he's hurting you. Oh, it doesn't matter about me. Oh, of course it does. You think that's what Jim would say? That you don't matter? No. Oh. You're angry, Chazza, and so you should be. But not like this. I don't know how to stop. Look, you've got friends. Talk to them. Lean on them if you have to. Alistair will always listen. And if he's not around, we'll come and find me. I meant to be out of here in under five minutes. I've made you late. No, don't worry about that. But you've got your meeting. Yeah, maybe, but I'm having a drink first. A, a drink? Certainly I am. So... You're not dashing off anywhere, are you, Jazza? Ray Hepburn. Ah, I was about to give up on you. Oh, I was held up. So I assumed. Oh, sorry. You couldn't get a message to me? Not till afterwards, and then I just ran. Afterwards? Yes, I was seeing someone. You organised another meeting just before this one. Uh, do sit down. Not organised. No, no, it just happened. Would you like to tell me about it? I don't think I would really, no. I see. I'm sorry, it's, it's not easy to explain. Well, in that case, we'll make a start, shall we? Yes. This is just an informal conversation, a first impression, if you like. So, Shula, tell me why you believe God might be calling you to be ordained. You're back. Yep, yeah, just. I've got the kettle on. You want tea? No, I do not. <sighs> Susan? You can't hear when that kettle's on. I've been down to the shop. Yeah, I know. What do you think's happened now? Mm, no idea. Ed Grundy. He's got another job. Doing what? He's a driver on the market. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, well. <laughs> Is that all you can say? Oh, well. 
She's making sure her own nest is well feathered, isn't she? What? Who? That woman! You mean Clary? She must have got Eddie to wangle that for her. Oh, Susan, don't start, So please. he's all right. I've only just Getting got back. Getting himself sorted out. A bit of work here, a bit of work there. And meanwhile, leaving Emma to struggle on by herself. I'm going up to change. We can talk about this later. Plenty of people queuing up to give him jobs. I wonder if they'd be so keen if they knew about his criminal activities. Shula, you haven't answered the question. Haven't I? Why do you want to be ordained? And you've spoken at some length about why you feel inadequate and not up to the task. I didn't realise I was doing that. You were quite eloquent about it. It makes it seem as if you're being dragged into this against your will. Oh No, no, it's not that. Which is sometimes the case with some people. Is it? Hmm. I wanted to design engines. That was my plan. <sighs> Till I started to argue with myself. But you... What? Well, were you dragged against your will? Not in the end. I was just slow on the uptake. So, let's start again. Tell me why you want to be a priest. Oh. Well, the church feels more and more like home to me. Where I belong and... I thought I could somehow make a life in it. That I could serve people through the church. So, a life of service? Yes, but not just that. Oh, it's hard to explain. People talk about it being a calling. And I do feel that. As if the rush of time sometimes stops. and In the silence, there's a kind of voice. And yet... What? All these feelings of inadequacy. Yes, of course, because there are things I'm not sure about and things I don't understand and I really don't know if I can do it. That's no obstacle. The Bible's full of flawed characters who are still called. It says in the service of ordination, you cannot bear the weight of this calling by yourself. <laughs> God will help you to bear it. So will family and friends, if you're lucky. Don't be too proud to lean on them. Is there anything I can do to prepare? A couple of practical things, yes. You talked about feeling at home at St Stephen's. Oh, yes, and I do. Then go somewhere else, as unlike St Stephen's as you can find. Another church where you might not feel quite so comfortable. <sighs> and the other thing? <laughs> Autobiography. <What>, reading? <laughs> Writing. Uh, Your own story. It can clarify a lot for you. I see. It'll be daunting, Shula. You don't know if you can do it, but you'll find great understanding from the process. I want that. I want to understand better. Thank you, Ray. Right, I've changed. I've had a wash. Uh, you've got your coat on. I'm going out. Why? Oh, don't you listen to a word I say, Neil. I told you about Ed. Well, you said he had a job. I on also the... said, what would they say, all these people offering him work, if they knew what he'd been up to? Keep your voice down, will you? Susan, where are you going? Oh, you see? I said you weren't listening. I'm going out to plant a few seeds. No, wait. Ed Grundy and his illegal chemicals. You can't do that. Well, someone has to, Neil. No, come back. He shouldn't be getting away with Susan. it. Susan! Come back here. 
Don't you shout at me, Neil Carter. What do you think you're doing? Sure, as bad as the rest. You tell tales on him and he could end up arrested. Oh, so what if he does? He deserves all he gets. For God's sake, woman, what's the matter with you? Think about George and Kira. What's this going to do to them? Oh, they'll have to know the truth one day. This isn't the truth. This is gossip. The one time we should all pull together and all you think of is getting back at Clary. Yes. And you know why. This is spite, Susan. You are being spiteful. You spend half the day moaning about Tracy. Why does Emma talk to her? Why doesn't she talk to her mum? And why are you always last to know what's going on? Well, why do you think? You take a good long look at yourself, Susan. Why do you think you're always last? to know.